Rock and Roll Tongues of Fire. This comes from Britain and is written by Father John Bowles. Columban supporters really become famous, but they just might know people who do. I recently had the good fortune to deliver an appeal on behalf of the Columbans at Christ the King and Our Lady in the Liverpool neighbourhood of Wavertree, England, a parish which has blessed us with many Columban benefactors. And during the Second World War, it was also the home parish of Harold and Louise Harrison. Harold worked as a ship's steward on the transatlantic White Star Line, while Louise was an Irish shop assistant who loved to sing, to the point of making the windows rattle, so legend has it. On March 14, 1943, Harold and Louise went to church to baptise the last of their four children, and they gave the name George to their three-week-old baby boy. Young George Harrison would go on to be the lead guitarist in the world's greatest ever rock group, The Beatles. In a long and illustrious musical career, both with the Beatles and as a solo artist, he composed such classics as Norwegian Wood, Here Comes the Sun, Something, and While My Guitar Gently Weeps, before his untimely death from cancer in 2001 at the age of 58. Robert Kidd works as the parish administrator, and his family knew the Harrisons. He took me on my very own magical mystery tour, first of the Church of Our Lady of Good Help, where George's baptism took place. The church building is now sadly disused, but the primary school next door still functions. And this is where Robert's Auntie Eileen studied alongside George's sister, Louise. Robert recalls how his aunt was never a great pop fan during the time of Beatlemania, whereas his mum, Catherine, certainly was, probably one of those screaming girls, he reflects. Next, we went around the corner to the Harrison's former residence, number 12, Arnold Grove. It's a small terraced house, which in George's day was a a two-up, two-down affair with a single coal fire, an outside toilet and a tiny backyard where the family kept chickens. In 1950, the household moved to the district of Speke, S-P-E-K-E. George attended the local primary school where another pupil was a certain John Lennon. He then went on to study at the Innie, the Liverpool Institute, where he came across fellow musician enthusiast Paul McCartney. And by 1958, the three friends were in a group John had formed called The Quarrymen. George apparently having been auditioned on the top floor of a double-decker Liverpool bus. And they changed to the catchier name of the Beatles two years later. When in 1962 they acquired a new drummer, Richard Ringo Starr Starkey, and a new manager, Brian Epstein, the formula for global fame was well and truly established. My wanderings down Fab Four Memory Lane took me from the parish of Wavertree over the boundary to Allerton, an area bursting with Beatles connections. On Menlove Avenue, I paused to observe the house of John Lennon, had lived in from 1945 to 1963 with his Aunt Mimi and Uncle George. On Forthland Road, I found the former McCartney family home 
where many early songs were being composed, including She Loves You. Paul famously chose Yeah, 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 a popular Americanism for the chorus, overruling his dad Jim's suggestion of standard English, Yes, Yes, Yes. And between the two houses, I passed the Salvation Army property of Strawberry Field, in whose grounds John used to play as a child. He immortalised the place in the 1967 hit Strawberry Fields Forever, which shared its disc with a tribute song to another Beatles landmark, Penny Lane. I hummed this tune as I travelled the length of Penny Lane, ending at the bus shelter where Paul used to change buses for the city centre. And inspired accordingly, I directed my steps towards Liverpool city centre and there I paid my respects to the site of the Cavern Club, the image of Eleanor Rigby, sculptured by fellow rock and roller Tommy Steele, and the pierhead statues of the four men themselves. And in front of the static foursome is an inscription assuring passers-by that Liverpool might be the city the Beatles moved on from, but in a sense, never left. Meanwhile, it was time for me to head back to the parish. I had one last mass to celebrate. And Robert apologised, saying they would have to change things about fairly quickly after mass, because the church was to be used for a musical presentation by Tongues of Fire. What are they, a church choir, I asked. No, came the reply, a rock band. It is true. George Harrison may no longer be with us, but his spirit lives on. Father John Bowles is Regional Director of St Columban's Mission Society in Britain.